lock and load. This is Steve Dace. The Steve Dace Show. And greetings. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the Steve Dace Show here live and on demand on Blaze TV radio and podcast. Steve Dace here alongside Todd Erzin and Aaron McIntyre. There is some big news we need to discuss here. Uh, and it's going to be in Aaron's montage. And and so I want to get to Aaron's montage as soon as possible, if you guys are okay with that. Because there is absolutely, you guys okay with that? Of course. All right, because there is, uh, and no, this isn't a Steve Day's tongue-in-cheek setup. Seriously, some news that uh, that that is existentially interesting to Sirius that we have to discuss. So I'm going to get right to it here in a minute. Uh, But first, a word about one of Todd's favorite products over at Bonner Private Wines, some of the best red wines in America. So if you are one of those people that loves to listen to the podcast version and given what has been going on with our podcast rating here in the last few months, there's an awful lot of you. All right. So if that is you and you like to at the end of the day, you just haven't been stressed out by work enough. So you're like, you know what, man, I need to be on edge more. Let me tune into Dace. Our CEO here, Tyler, once told me he likes to listen to the show before bedtime. And I'm like, you sleep like Richard Nixon, right? Like three hours a night, because this is not something you want to listen to before bedtime. But if you want to wind down as you get wound up, check out our friends over at Bonner Private Wines. Some of the best red wines literally on earth from deep in the Andes Mountains uh, in another hemisphere. And they will import them here to your home for a lot lower cost than you would get wines typically of this vintage. All right. Half off the retail price and half off the shipping when you just go to bonnerprivatewines.com slash Steve. Again, that is bonnerprivatewines.com slash Steve. So, Let's get to it. Here is Aaron's rundown of what happened while we were away. What happened while we were away brought to you by Betrayal. Well, it was a day that ended in Y, so naturally Republicans in Washington, D.C. were busy selling you out again. Last night, the House of Representatives passed the so-called Respect for Marriage Act, which repeals the 1990s-era Defense of Marriage Act, and codifies so-called gay marriage as being federally recognized. The bill was a direct response to Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas's concurrence in the Dobbs v. Jackson case, which overturned Roe v. Wade in which he suggested that other Supreme Court cases like Obergefell, which opened the floodgates for so-called gay marriage, were based on the same flimsy jurisprudence as Roe. 47 Republicans effectively voted to redefine marriage last night. They are Kelly Armstrong of North Dakota, Don Bacon of Nebraska, Cliff Bentz of Oregon, Ken Calvert of California, Kat Kamick of Florida, Mike Carey of Ohio, Liz Cheney of Wyoming, John Curtis of Utah, Rodney Davis of Illinois, Mario Diaz-Ballart of Florida, Tom Emmer of Minnesota, Brian Fitzpatrick of Pennsylvania, Andrew Gamarino of New York, Mike Garcia of California, Carlos Jimenez of Florida, Tony Gonzalez of Texas, Anthony Gonzalez of Ohio, Ashley Hinson of Iowa, Daryl Issa of California, Chris Jacobs of New York, David Joyce of Ohio, John Ketko of New York, Adam Kinzinger of Illinois, Nancy Mace of South Carolina, Nicole Meliotakis of New York, Brian Mast of Florida, Peter Meyer of Michigan, Dan Miser of Pennsylvania, Marionette Miller-Meeks of Iowa, Blake Moore of Utah, Dan Newhouse of Washington, Jay Obernolte of California, Burgess Owens of Utah, Scott Perry of Pennsylvania, Tom Rice of South Carolina, 
Maria Elvira Salazar of Florida, Mike Simpson of Idaho, Elise Stefanik of New York, Brian Stile of Wisconsin, Chris Stewart of Utah, Mike Turner of Ohio, Fred Upton of Michigan, David Valadeo of California, Jefferson Van Drew of New Jersey, Ann Wagner of Missouri, Michael Waltz of Florida, and Lee Zeldin of New York. Moving on, if you hadn't already noticed, it's probably hot outside where you live. Naturally, the White House is set to use this as an excuse to grab more power. Impacts of extreme weather are intensifying across the globe, including here in the United States. No one is immune from climate change. Biden is set to announce executive actions over global warming or something today. White House climate advisor Gina McCarthy says hail Hydra. He's going to make it clear that just because Congress couldn't get it done, he is going to move forward with every power available to him to make the change in the shift to clean energy. Rear Admiral Pete Buttigieg says he's mystified why people don't ditch gas-powered cars. I'm still astonished that, that some folks, uh, and, and uh, I felt this uh, testifying in Congress yesterday, uh, some folks seem to really uh, struggle to let go of the status quo. A new study published in the journal Nature finds pathogenic bacteria and fungi can be cultured from face masks and recommends, quote, immunocompromised people should avoid repeated use of masks to prevent microbial infection. The German government has found that one in 5,000 COVID jabs can cause, quote, serious side effects. That rate, as Alex Berenson points out, would translate to over 100,000 seriously injured people in the United States. Headline from Time magazine, why you'll need to get COVID boosters again and again. Anthony Fauci says he's not retiring after all. I wish I knew how to quit you. Whoops, wrong clip. Are they true? I don't know where the word retirement came in. It was kind of a little bit. Not mine. <laughs> no, it, I was the, the reporter. You're not going to retire, are you? No, no, I'm not going to retire. I may step down from my current position at some time. U.S. Capitol Police made 34 arrests outside the U.S. Supreme Court during a demonstration yesterday for crowding and obstructing, including 16 members of Congress like Elon Omar and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who pretended to be handcuffed while they were led away. Tweet from the stock trading account Unusual Whales. The Walt Disney Company is now the worst performing stock in the Dow Jones this year, and it's trading even lower than when Disney parks and movie theaters were closed in 2020. Here's this from NBC New York's Tom Winter. New York City's social safety nets are being strained by an influx of asylum seekers from Latin America and being bussed in by Arizona, Texas, and the feds, according to Mayor Adams. So much for sanctuary cities. And finally, we get a peek inside one of the pitch meetings at Big Pharma for the COVID jabs. Great news. The vaccine is on its way. Oh, really? That's right. It's a brand new mRNA vaccine. So mRNA, that's never been done before, right? Oh, no, it's been done before. It just never made it out of the testing phase because all of the animals kept dying. But uh, but it'll be different this time. How so? Well, we're not going to do the animal testing. So, so you're just going to go straight to testing on humans? Yeah, you can say that. I mean, even so, don't most vaccines take years to develop and decades to test? It's here. The vaccine is here. Uh, already? That's right. It's here and it's 100% effective. No transmission, no infection. You don't have to wear a mask or stay locked down anymore. Wow, really? Yep, I mean, except for the things about the mask and lockdown. Yep. Uh, okay, but it's 100% effective? 
That's right, 90% effective. And frankly, 85% effectiveness is really incredible. Oh, so it's only like 85% effective? Eh, not quite. It's uh, more like 75%. But hey, 65% still very good. I mean, they said we'd never even get to 50% effectiveness, and we did almost. So 40%, really great achievement. Oh, so it's only like 40% effective now? Eh, for a bit. A, a bit? I mean, it wears off. So, Well, after how long? Well, like four to six. Four to six what? Booster shots a year. That's from the Twitter account Moonbase Commander, and that's what happened while we were away. Well, that montage was brought to you by Aaron's future work computer, which should be delivered any day now. Uh, yeah, um, this thing is just sludge. And also from our friends over at My Patriot Supply, because you need to be prepared for the next time. That could never happen here happens here again uh, make sure you're prepared with their emergency food prepared kit it, it goes uh, for three months for you and everyone in your household that's three square meals a day plus snacks plus drinks all the 2,000 plus calories and full nutrition that you need you'll have the peace of mind knowing that if it goes down you will be prepared and it'll stay good for well over 20 years with the proper storage as well it'll be discreetly delivered quickly to your door so that again you'll just have the peace of mind to know that you are taken care of if you want to take advantage of this offer get 150 dollars off plus free shipping when you get it from my website at preparewithdace.com that's 150 bucks off plus free shipping when you go to prepare with dace d-e-a-c-e preparewithdace.com all right, let's go back to the montage. I actually want to start with the marriage vote last night. There are, there's a few things that, that Aaron highlighted that I think are even more than newsworthy. They are of existential levels of importance on a cultural level. And I want to start with the marriage vote last night. Now, there's, there's two things about that vote that stick out. And so what was it? 47 Republicans. There is, I want to say around 200 of them in the house, I believe is the number somewhere in there. So you're talking about, you know, one out of every five Republicans voted, maybe a little more voted uh, to destroy marriage. But there are two things in there that stick, or three things in there that stick out. Do you remember when a bunch of you emailed me after the 28 or 2020 election? Wondering why we weren't on our you know, show losing our minds that the Democrats were attempting to steal a seat from a woman named Marionette Miller Meeks. Do you guys remember? Well, you, I mean, we got a ton of emails. And I had finally came on the air one day and said, because I've known this woman for over 10 years. That's a waste of a vote that won't do anything for you. It'll just be someone with an R after the name, like Larry Hogan in Maryland, who... It's funny, you know, when he wins a primary, man, everybody, everybody except, you know, Fox uh, on Fox, except Tucker and Laura browbeat you that you're just a terrible person who hates America. If you won't vote for them in a general election. Well, Trump's guy won that primary in Maryland to succeed him last night for governor. And Hogan is already out there this morning saying he won't vote for him. It's funny. Funny how tolerance and now big tent. Whenever you turn onto Tolerance or Big Tent Boulevard, it's funny how it's always a one-way street. So I'm, I'm not surprised or shocked at this news at all. If anything, she's been better than what I anticipated, and she's been terrible. Uh, so I wanted to reiterate that, okay? Uh, if there's something happening in my backyard I'm not commenting on, and it seems obvious, it's probably not because I'm not aware of it. I may not be aware of what's going on in everything in your backyard, and a lot of you guys do a great job of informing me, but I'm pretty aware of what's going on in my own. And so the fact that I didn't spend a bunch of time covering that race is because I've known this woman for a long time, and I knew she would be a waste of a seat. 
as her vote last night proved. Two other things about that vote, though, that I think should should gain your attention. Scott Perry is the head of the House Freedom Caucus. <laughs> not just a member. Not just a member. That would be bad enough. Not just a member. He's the head of it. Those are your, pardon me, <clears throat> good guys. Those are your good guys. Furthermore, in 2008, two things happened on the same election day that at first blush would have seemed completely irreconcilable. Barack Obama got nearly 60% of the popular vote in the state, maybe even more if I remember right. And Prop 8, defending marriage, won as well and received more votes statewide, I believe, than like any Republican running statewide in California like ever has or maybe going back to like Reagan's gubernatorial run in the 60s. And of course, what you saw on that day is a lot of black and brown people that voted for Barack Obama also voted for marriage on the ballot in the same day. And we saw this with a lot of marriage amendment battles that we waged all over the country. A key ally in that fight was the LDS church. They were a huge funder of those efforts. Here's why I bring this up. When I was on the cruise campaign, we studied a lot of these demographics very closely. Utah, and this was 2016, maybe things have changed, I don't know. But Utah and Missouri were the only two states left in the country that a majority of the general population still attended church on a regular basis, meaning at least once a month. Utah and Missouri. And Utah was the highest. Every single member of the Utah congressional delegation voted against marriage last night. Every member, including Burgess Owens. Every single one. Now, I don't purport to be an expert on LDS theology, but I certainly have studied it fairly closely. My understanding is marriage is an eternal celestial union within the LDS church. You are correct. That it is a, it is, it is on, it, it is just as for Catholics, there's the magisterium and the church. All right. For Protestants, there's sola scriptura and the church. For, for, for the, for Mormons, there's marriage and the church. It is an eternal celestial union. It is paramount in LDS ecclesiology. Has that changed? That might, explain, that might explain the complete creeper governor you have who's pro-tranny and I would talk to that guy for five minutes and not let him anywhere near my kids overnight. But if, but if, I mean, if, if we're not going to have Utah hold the line on marriage, then I, then I really need nefarious to be successful because I'm in the wrong line of work. Serious. I'm, and I'm not even, that's not hyperbole. Like, seriously, I'm heading into my 50s here in the next few years. Um, you know, this is casting pearl unto swine. This is the sin of Odin. My wife tells me she's ovulating and I just go masturbate in the backyard and I'm wondering why she's not pregnant yet. What are we doing here? You know, 
I'm peeing. I'm, I'm drinking my own urine when there's a, you know, fully filtrated water tank five feet from me. I mean, if, if we can't count on Utah to hold the line on the most basic revelation of natural law, the nuclear family, then I, then I mean, I, I need to find another way of doing this. You know, maybe storytelling's going to be my thing because sitting here for a few hours a day is whistling past the graveyard. Could have to go for a much bigger play than that. What okay? are you worried about, Steve? It's not as if they're transing your kids right now or like the culture's totally slipping away and it kind of started with this decision to, you know, Correct. so I don't know what. Correct. No big deal. This was just kind of. So I know because of the presence of Glenn and Pat and just because of being involved in conservative politics for going on a second full decade now, you meet a lot of a certain kinds of people. You meet a lot of Pentecostals. You meet a lot of Catholics. You meet a lot of LDS. Maybe a lot of you weren't aware of this. I know a lot of you were in this audience. So I wanted to make sure right here from the top, I made you aware of that. Every member of your congressional delegation last night voted against marriage. Every single one. The entire Utah congressional delegation did. And as I've said often and asked often in another context, I will ask that now here. What is the benign and innocent explanation for that? Speaking of a lack of benign and innocent explanation, since Aaron's soon-to-be-put-out-to-pasture-like-Joe-Biden computer went on the blink, of course, because of the devil, right during the most important thing we were about to show you in that entire montage of important things. Let us walk you through Alex Berenson's Twitter thread on this individually. All right? The German government is admitting, and this is what it's admitting now. All right? If this is what it's admitting, what's true? But let's just go. I've always just gone with their own data to make my points. I've not had to project. I've not had to get ahead of myself. I've not had to outkick my coverage. I've not, I've not had to jump to what the obvious end trend line would be and which would put my head on a chopping block for them to ban me from everything because their own data is bad enough. So we'll just go with it's higher than this. I promise you it is. When you look at all the trend lines, it is higher than this, but this will be astounding enough. So for now, we will just go with it. The German government is admitting that one in 5,000 COVID shots cause, quote, serious side effects, end quote. We have administered over 500 million of these shots in the United States. Over 500 million of them, which would mean... If you do the math, that's at least 110,000 people in the U.S. with serious side effects. Have you seen that headline anywhere? Let me put that in perspective for you. Iowa, where I live, its third largest city is Davenport. That's almost exactly how many people it has. I live in the largest suburb in Iowa, West Des Moines. 75,000 people live there. I was just talking, doing the Reagan dinner in Billings, Montana. That's about the population of Billings, Montana. Montana's largest city. Just imagine you got up one day and everyone had heart inflammation, 
paralysis, infertility, everyone, everyone in your whole city. If you're one of those people that went to the Reagan dinner in Billings, Montana, that I spoke at a month ago, drive down the streets of your town and imagine getting up one day, a scene out of 28 days later. And your town is a wasteland. Your biggest city in your state is a wasteland of adverse side effects. And that's what they're telling us. Let's continue with that thread. Given that health authorities now agree the shots do not stop infection and have effectiveness against Omicron lasting for months at most, the risk-benefit profile, which is always what we've talked about on this show here, what is the risk-benefit of this from the very beginning? Because all of us, as I've told you all along, are taking a risk. All of us are. We are either risking exposure long-term to a virus of likely malicious origin, dare I say a bioweapon, When Debbie Burks is now claiming it was a leak from a lab, I promise you it's a bioweapon. If they prefer to go with the lab leak theory, it's because the real one is much worse. But all of us here are taking a risk. Exposure to a long term to a virus of malicious origin. Or in the parody that ran at the the end of Aaron's montage there, an experimental technology of vaccination that has never been mass injected into human beings before. And the most efficacious of the shots, the company that came up with that when Moderna had previously gone 0 for 9 prior to COVID-19, 0 for, 0 for 9, 0 for, 0 for 9, and successfully bringing products to market. In fact, of those nine trials, only one of them even got to the human trial phase before they failed, before the other eight failed, before they even got to that point. And now suddenly... Suddenly, in the midst of a, pardon me, novel coronavirus, as in something we've never seen before, something unplanned. They suddenly stick the landing and nail it? Hell no. Oh, hell no. Man, if you're a German citizen, your government just told you, we can't heat your homes this winter. And oh, by the way, We poisoned thousands of you (laughs) all for something that if you had been exposed to it from the very beginning, if you were under the age of 75 and not morbidly obese, you had at least a 99.7% chance of surviving. So there's that. Let's continue. Let's finish that thread. At a minimum, the mRNA shots should be given a black box warning. Yes, in fact, Rendemsevir has a black box warning for other ailments. That's what they've tried to inject. That's what they've tried to give to you in those hospitals that won't give you ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, by the way. At the very least, it should be given a black box warning and, and their use restricted to people over 70 with severe comorbidities. And a prescription should be required, just as it is for any potentially risky therapeutic with a limited duration of effectiveness. Finally, Alex says, please don't compare these to the flu shot. At this point, they're even less effective and far more dangerous. And as they have not a prayer of inducing herd immunity, their risks and benefits should be managed individually, i.e. by prescription. I'll take that. Let me tell you what should really happen. They should never be injected into anyone ever again. Donald Trump should be on his knees apologizing to all of us instead of making 
passive aggressive statements in Alaska last weekend. Well, this is my greatest accomplishment. I can't name it though because you'll boo me. He said this at his rally. Yes, they told me I can't mention it, so I won't. But uh, but they no but they but no one said it could be done, and I got it done in nine months. But they told me not to mention it to you because they're going to get booed by your own people because they're not morons. You, though, sir, apparently were. The minute they threatened you with COVID-19 and said there might be two million deaths on your watch, you just ankle grabbed the whole rest of the way. And now here we are. On your knees, sir, begging for forgiveness from the American people. And I do not care because I never have. How many of you turn this off for me saying that? Because by doing so, you will just prove my point. Thank you. This is not an accomplishment, and now we know it never was. Now the question is, was it ever really intended to be? Oh, Oh. to a very dark place that one takes us, Obi-Wan. Now they're openly writing about immunosuppression in their journals. But then they won't come out and say, and that's why we need to stop doing this to people, because we risk long-term, if not permanent, compromise of immune systems, but they won't. They just recommended it to kids less than two weeks ago. Yes. Thank God Only most of 2% America has of you. the common sense not yes. to take it by yes. this point. Yes. This is Fourth Reich stuff. Trump on his knees. I'm sorry. And here's my new health team, and I'm naming names. Vet them now for when I run again. Nothing less Nothing less. He got to go home to Mar-a-Lago after blowing this election and handing them. Their, remember when their solution to a killer virus was ballot boxes by mail with voter with drop offs at 4 a.m. As Jesse Kelly said yesterday, who's the guy that gave him that power? The guy that wants to run again. Uh, I remember because he was going to offer me a job that day. I remember when Trump once said, I've never asked God for forgiveness because I've never done anything wrong. Well, We've lived to see the day you have, sir. This was way wrong. Way wrong. Burks on trial with the verdict would lead if a guilty verdict should ensue. Hanging by your bedazzled scarf. All right. Fauci. Hunted down like the Joseph Mengele he is. Also publicly hanged if convicted. All liability protection against every one of these companies lifted. And may, the first thing Shakespeare once said we need to do is kill all the lawyers. In this case, we're going to sick them all on you. And may your billable hours increase. Sue them into the sun. Anything less than this, they will do it again. Some of you need to figure this out because you're going to be, you people figuring this out and demanding this is what's going to cause everything I just said to happen. It won't happen any other way. You must demand this and nothing less. Anything less, they will do it again and again and again. Anything less. Gentlemen, your thoughts. 
I think the heavy uh, betting should be on the fact that uh, no, they're not going to do that. They're going to treat it just like the marriage vote there. That's It's so important that these are two together because here on the marriage vote, 57 Republicans clearly just having no idea what time it is in, in the middle of child experimentation. They're like, yeah, you know, we just got to sign off on this and move on. Move on to what? Here, the same thing. I don't, you know, fog of war. You know, but it's we we got to get back to normal. Sometimes we got to move move on to what? This is all moving on to normal is stupid because normal is stupid. Normal is what got us here. What Steve is imploring you is a must. It's not a negotiation. You have no options. Either you hand off a, a total dystopia to your children, or you realize that being adult is not a leisure pursuit. Some of you one day are going to be in camps for wrong think and you'll be sitting there though, patting your children on the head, Aaron, and telling them it's okay. The red wave is coming to save us. Yeah. On the other hand, no, um, I, I, at this point, these conversations and I'm serious, I'm not being tongue in cheek. When you think about in, in the other story that we didn't even talk about, the the climate agenda in there as well. If you were trying to do the Great Reset successfully, what would you do differently? If you were having, if you were trying to accomplish every single wet dream of the progressive mind of the last 20 years, if you were trying to accomplish that in mass, whether it's the vaccines, whether it's climate, whether it's depopulation, whether it's fill in the blank, what would you be doing differently? I, I can't really see, can't really see that much difference. When we come back, I have a quote for you. Stay tuned. If you're tuned in right now and sensitive about hair loss, I've got great news for you because Keeps has you covered. Uh, They offer the same doctor-recommended, clinically proven, research-backed treatments that have proven to show they stop hair loss and even improve hair growth, but they offer you the generic version, so you save a ton of money by getting them through Keeps. On top of that, um, they will make it all discreet for you. All of it is done online with a licensed physician that you have one-on-one access with, and then they give it conveniently by delivering it right to your door. You can't beat it, and that's why they're going to try to beat it again with even bigger savings to get you started. Half off your first order. So savings on the front end, savings on the back end, savings on every end, and then a lot of convenience and discretion as well. Half off your first order to get you started today when you go to keeps.com slash grow. K-E-E-P-S. Keeps, just like it sounds. Keeps.com slash grow. Before we move to buy, sell, or hold next hour, I have a few more things I want to say about this. We are at a critical juncture with these jabs. Next week, we are going to be airing a special here on Blaze TV behind our paywall. Uh, Hosted by yours truly, Daniel Horowitz, Sarah Gonzalez, Peter McCullough will be joining us for this as well. A A no holds barred conversation on these jabs that are not effective and they are not safe. And if they're not already there, are approaching crime against humanity territory. 
So make sure you are tuned in for that next week. If you're not yet a Blaze TV subscriber, soon we will unveil a special promo code for you to get a subscription at a discount so that you don't miss that special we're going to do for you next week here on Blaze TV. I mentioned later this summer, I'll be announcing uh, a, a project. Daniel and I have just completed initial work on it. And I'm just going to tell you, if if when you see the title, <laughs> when I first suggested this title to our publisher, he balked. You will too, I promise. Then he started reading some of the manuscript. He's not balking now. You won't either. You're going to think the title is tame. By the end of it, you're going to think the title should be Our Ancestors Shot Redcoats for Less Than This. You're going to think that should be the title. So forgive me, maybe my anger level... My indignation level is ahead of yours because I've spent the last six months amassing the data and testimonies in this project that you will, early next year, get a chance to see for the first time. So this has been most of my spring and summer. Todd, you've been helping us along with that project, so you know what I'm talking about. I do. So I I am at... Zero Fs to give. That's where I'm at right now with all of this. I'm not surprised by any of this data because I've been looking at it for the last six months. They just didn't want you to know. They didn't want to tell you. They lied. Like they've lied about everything else. And we're sitting around here and I, it, it's, it's a complicated era. Donald Trump's leadership on COVID was historically bad, cosmically bad. I've had some of you email me, well, we'd never had a playbook for that. There was no playbook for an American revolution. George Washington won it. There was no playbook for a civil war. Abraham Lincoln won it. There was no playbook for a Pearl Harbor, a World War II. Uh, there was no playbook for a Soviet Union. You hire presidents not stenographers who just go to the playbook and say, oh, on page 28, it says, when this happens, do this. If the job was that easy, everyone would do it. When you get elected president, brother, you're the playbook. The playbook be you. People called the play. The play was you. You're in. Let's see what you got, kid. He was historically good on foreign policy, historically good on energy policy, historically good on energy. Three things that are also absolutely killing us right now, which is why, despite everything I just said, I would give a pinky toe for him to be president right now instead of what we currently have. Because at least I could just, if that was the case, I could just sleep well at night knowing I've got this one existential crisis here called the Fourth Reich, not the five other ones that we're dealing with simultaneously. 
But they exploited a weakness with that man, and they will do it again if he comes back again, unless he recognizes this. I ask you, in your heart of hearts, man, because I went from, I can't vote for the guy in 2016, I don't think he'll deliver, to he delivered far more than I thought, and in 2020, I sat here thinking I was working harder for him to get reelected than he was. Let's just keep it real for a second. Have you seen any evidence from him at all that he gets what happened here? Gets it. And recognizes this requires a different perspective and maybe a little humility to admit that it does. Yeah, me neither. Why am I focused on him and not everybody else? Because if we can't move him, you're not going to get to everybody else. Despite all of his issues, the reason why he's so popular with you is because he's the only one with any real power in many of your lifetimes that's actually listened to you. Or at least the only one since Reagan, which is before Aaron's lifetime. So if we can't move him, who are we going to move? The head of the House Freedom Caucus that doesn't know what a marriage is? The, the folks from the congressional delegation of the state whose ecclesiology is entirely based on marriage, who don't know what a marriage is and all voted against it last night. We're going to go to them. Good luck. Can't move him. Can't get his attention. Not willing to let him, or he's not willing to let himself be a proxy for you on this. Good luck. Because he's the political leader in the West right now on a national level that has proven, an international level, that has proven be the, really the only one with any real power who cares what you and I think. And he's up there in Alaska well, they wanted to mention it by name, but let me tell you how great of my no-name accomplishment was. Yeah, let me tell you there, Don. Let me tell you how great your bleeping accomplishment was. Here's a quote for you. Y'all ready for this? This is a study. It's sitting in my Twitter feed this morning, at Steve Day Show. You can go read it for yourself. Here's your great accomplishment, Don. Here it is. This is from the European Med Agency. Quote, Immune function among vaccinated individuals eight months after the administration of two doses of COVID vaccine was lower than that among the unvaccinated. Immune function among vaccinated individuals eight months after the administration of two doses of COVID vaccine was lower than that among the unvaccinated. Immune function among vaccinated individuals eight months after the administration of two doses of COVID vaccine was lower than that among the unvaccinated. Immune function, I'm just, I'm going to do this all day. Immune function among vaccinated individuals eight months after the administration of two doses of COVID vaccine was lower than that of the unvaccinated. Quote, frequent booster shots could adversely affect the immune response. Frequent booster shots could adversely affect the immune response. Frequent booster shots could adversely affect the immune response. Frequent booster shots could adversely affect the immune response. One more time for the folks in the back. 
Make sure the orange god, make sure he hears this. Frequent booster shots could adversely affect the immune response. Hey, Don, we didn't get to go hang out and throw a pity party with Lindsey Gramnesty at Mar-a-Lago the last couple of years after you blew it, brother. We're still sitting here suffering. I'm doing TV hits on OAN last night because major cities, I'm old enough to remember when San Diego was a red city. Now the superintendent is like, uh, we're going to choke out your kids another school year or you're not allowed to come. So while you're down there playing footsie with Lindsay and McCarthy, we're suffering here, Don. Because you blew it, bro. You blew it. You did. The buck stops with you. Because if you can't get the guy who's the only one with a national platform who has shown in numerous years to give a damn about people like us, if you can't get him to know what time it is, good luck with McCarthy Gramnesty, the head of the House Freedom Caucus, apparently the entire Utah congressional delegation, and Marionette Miller Meeks. Quote, Immune function among vaccinated individuals eight months after the administration of two doses of COVID vaccine was lower than that among the unvaccinated. Unquote. Quote, frequent booster shots could adversely affect the immune response. End quote. What is the CDC demanding right now? Right now. Frequent booster shots. Get your fourth shot. How hard is it for Don to say, I'm going to tell you, when I come back, I'm firing all those people. They all lied to me. They're lying to you. I'm firing them all. Faster than you can say monkeypox. Apparently, it's a lot harder than, well, they told me not to say the name vaccine because you'll boo, but I'm damn proud of it, so keep getting it. Like you said in Alaska last weekend. Let me tell you what I think about your vaccine there, Don. Second popped a pimple here the other day. Um, You got played. You're a fool. And the joke's on us. And if you don't figure it out, they're going to do even worse to us next time. Or if you don't figure it out, we had a guy down in Florida who seems like he's at least figured some of this out. And some of us have some influence in the process here that could help that guy in Florida a little bit. And, you know, we, we might be tempted to go to the mattresses and kick your ass. Just saying. Any further thoughts on this? Uh, told you. I, I, you are you are playing with forces that you can't understand. If you continue to put the tag of automatically benevolent onto things like science and medicine. you've let those become your high priests you've let them govern not just your bodies but because you've become so plugged into that borg your psychology your emotions it's all dictated by that and it happens really really quick 
and it, it and Hinson, uh, our, our representative here in Iowa, Republican, is a perfect exa- example of that. She's a little uh, viewed a little differently than Miller Meeks here. And this is a, it, the marriage issue and the vaccine issue are one and the same to me. That's why I'm, ta- I'm moving back and forth. I see no daylight between the one. You, you're, 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 you're cultish thinking about the boxes you have to check to live in civilized society are a joke because they've tricked you to think that things are part of civilization that are not. They're, they're civilization killers. And you happily go along and you check the box like the simp that you are. And you're doing that thing that Steve talked about the guy who comes down, he catches his wife uh, sleeping with another guy. That guy just goes down, raids the fridge, and you sit there and you take it in because you, you, you've managed to think that somehow if I just ride this out, civilization returns. No, after that guy drinks your beer, he's going to think you're such a joke. He's going to light a match and just burn your whole damn house down and you're going to deserve it. This is the rubber band continuing to to twist and twist and twist and twist. And eventually you think it has to untwist and snap back to reality. No, it doesn't. When you're dealing with demonic forces, when you're dealing with uh, the doctrines of demons, which our culture is on a day-to-day basis, whether it's in uh, the, uh, the the most um, um, just uh, obvious scenarios like a gender ideology or the most nefarious, no pun intended, uh, uh, scenarios like what we're talking about here with with modern medicine and and what we've come and we were raised to expect and trust about the institutions that control modern medicine. No. When you're dealing with demons, the rubber band will keep stretching. The rubber band will keep twisting until something somewhere breaks. If you don't think that, and I've spoken many times that I think at some point, human nature, at some point, the laws of nature must take it. No, that's true. It doesn't mean, though, that we're not going to see that rubber band break. What we're, what we're witnessing here is an untenable dynamic where 99.9% of the people who are empowered, who you elected, who you sent to the centers of power to represent you, don't know, don't care uh, about what we're talking about here, or do and are purposefully plugging their ears and shutting their eyes. That's an untenable situation. If you don't think that rubber band can break... I've got a lab in Wuhan to, te- to, to sell you. Now, uh, God is still on his throne, regardless. He's still on his throne. I would rather not have that rubber band break, though. And as you said in the first segment, Steve, it's going to be people like you and me, everyone watching, listening within the sound of this voice, who have not already tuned this out because we were mean to Donald Trump and criticized him. It's going to be up to us to demand that the people we elect represent who are empowered to do something about this, do something about this and hear from us. Because if we don't, that rubber band is going to break and that is bad for not just us, not just them, but for everyone. And I'd rather that not happen as long as we're empowered to do something about it. These people are very serious. And they're serious about what they want to do to us. We need to make sure the people that we elect as our proxies and give and bestow our power to 
are truly serious about stopping them from doing it. Hour two is next. All right, back here with Hour 2, live and on demand on Blaze TV, radio, and podcast. I did not mean to get as angry as I did about this last hour. I, I just, as we were breaking this down, the, the comments that the former president made about this in Alaska over the weekend, I had forgotten about it, and it popped oh. into my memory bank, and I, I just... Don't ever apologize for that on this issue. On many, I'm serious, because you used to talk about before COVID, about, you know me and my stance on this mm-hmm. and, now, and now you get it. it's because i knew how hard it was to break through this kind of stuff this is an opportunity it must be broken through because w- this is the rise of something as dark in terms of experimentation on human beings as we've ever seen if we let it go never ever apologize for trying to break through the psychosis and the emotionalism that people refuse to acknowledge what is going on right before their very eyes. Never apologize. I'm going to just be, I'm going to just kind of, I'm going to be very personal for a second and then I'm going to let this go and we'll get to buy, sell, or hold. Okay. Don't forget, you can let us know what you think about what we think by emailing the show, steve at stevedace.com. You can uh, like us, look for Steve Dace. You can like me on Facebook, me, we parlor gab, and uh, follow me at Steve Day Show on Twitter, getter, and, um, TikTok and Instagram uh, at real Steve Dace on truth social get clips of the show over at rumble.com slash Steve Dace show. And if you're a podcast listener, thank you so much. Um, I checked yesterday. We had one of our highest podcast ratings ever just yesterday. So thank you so much. Please leave us a five-star review. If you like us, leave a question in there. If you want it considered for the next, uh, ask me anything and uh, you'll go to the front of the line for consideration. And thanks to all of you that have left us questions and given us uh, five-star reviews and hit the subscribe and follow button. If the Iowa caucuses were today, I would vote for Ron DeSantis over Donald Trump a couple times, but they're not today. And um, furthermore, we don't need fewer advocates for us. Maybe I'm, maybe I've not been paying attention the last few years, but um, the only thing Todd likes more than vinegar is saying our list of allies grows thin, Aragorn. Okay. So I'm not into, like, I, like, I don't care about Larry Hogan. He, he, he hates me anyway. I'm talking about people who have proven they don't hate me. Donald Trump has proven he does not hate me. Might not like me right this minute, but doesn't hate me, meaning us on a general level. And at times has been a very effective, despite my predictions to the contrary, proved to be a very effective advocate for people like us. This is a bigger conversation than what, than the next presidential primary. He is dangerously close to the kind of talk that we have heard from Republicans for years, that they know better than us. They will tell us what the terms of the bargain are, that we don't really want that. We want this instead, that they're smarter than us. They're better than our beliefs and views. And the secret sauce of Trump's success all this time 
is that despite his borderline narcissistic personality disorder and ego that is, shall we say, robust, he really does like people like you. He is comfortable with people like you, which is why when he brags about his wealth, you're like, man, I wish I was like that guy. And when Mitt Romney brags about his, you're like, what a douche. I can't stand that dude. Get out. Because you sense that too. You sense Trump doesn't hate you. And instead actually kind of likes you. And Mitt Romney doesn't. But at a time that we are suffering under this medical regime and maybe long-term depopulation consequences, to say things like, well, this is my greatest accomplishment, but they told me not to say anything because you guys would boo me. Um, <laughs> no. Guys, that has no chance. They told me not to say anything loses in every history book ever. Right alongside, don't mention my name because I'll lose my job. I didn't want to make it awkward. Not my place to say anything. I just want to be left alone. Those lose in every history book you've ever read. The people doing this to us are serious. Cosmically serious, guys. Cosmically We're going to need to be at least a little kind of serious in opposition. And we're going to need our opposition leaders to be at least a little kind of serious about that too. The best weapon against losing Trump off the reservation is you. Because he does care about you. Because your criticism does sting. So let him have it. truly let him have it and in 72 hours man there'll be a video on rumble i'm donald j trump lift all liability protection for big pharma no mandates let him have it for his own good discipline your politicians like you would your children why do you do this to your children because you are the superior in the relationship and you're supposed to be the superior in this one, too. Buy, sell, or hold brought to you by real estate agents I trust. You know, buying or selling a home in any time can be stressful. But especially in these unprecedented times. Bing. It is vitally important to make sure you go in with a real estate agent you can trust with a fully verified track record of success. And we can supply you one of those for just about anywhere you want to move to. Or get away from when you go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Head over there today, uh, provide us with some basic info, let the process get started, and they'll contact you to make an introductory offer to our preferred agent in your area. When you go to realestateagentsitrust.com, again, that's realestateagentsitrust.com. Here's how buy, seller, or Lindsay, I'm sorry, buy, seller, Lindsay works. Aaron, with a lot of help from his friends, throws to you and me, Todd, a series of statements, lists, predictions, et cetera. You and I will decide, are we going to buy that? Are we going to sell that? Maybe even offer a reason or nine why. Once per episode, we're permitted to put a Lindsay on it. But if we are using that hold for any other reason, other than, wow, that's demeaning even for my demeaning to comment on, you will have to let Lindsay hold you. I'm talking full cupping. Ready? No? Here we go. 
All right. Uh, quite a few um, non-political submissions, a lot of lists, a lot of, uh, a lot of Mount Rushmores. We'll begin with Stephen Barham who has five features that need to be on the next NCAA football game. What what other show makes this segue? All the other ones you prefer. (laughs) (laughs) No, or none of the other ones you prefer, I should say. None of the other ones you prefer make this segue. Only this one. Go ahead. We are unique. Yes. Uh, Number five, NIL players and program ratings. No. No. No, no. we don't. We don't need that. Yeah, absolutely. No, we don't. Be honest. (laughs) Be honest. I'm in. Inclusion of all FCS teams. Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm why okay not? with that. Yeah, why, why not? not? Yeah. Let them be cannon fodder. You bet. Okay. Uh, number three, custom stadiums and program builder. You used to be able to do this yes. just online. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in. You bet. Okay. 16 team playoff option. I like it. I okay. like it a lot. Yeah. And number one, uh, SADS, sudden adult or sudden athlete death syndrome causing random depth chart drop offs. Gosh, that's, yes. that's awful. Yeah. That's terrible. I mean, that is legit terrible. But appropriate. Yeah. Number one and five. Get it. Yep. Uh, Next up, Bernard Pike says, they, in quotation marks, will hold the financial collapse until after the midterm election because they can blame Republicans. The Republicans will fold more easily to the crisis of the moment, and it'll be easier than trying to steal another election with so many watching them. I'm going to sell because... I agree with your methodology. I'm, I, I'm, I would probably disagree, though, with your definition of economic collapse. Okay? But, it, I mean, if you had just made a general statement that they'll hold the worst of, of, of the recession until afterwards because they know that Republicans will cave uh, because something must be done you know, like they did with COVID. Okay? I mean, um, Biden is primarily responsible with his policies for what's happened to inflation. But the genesis of this started with Trump and the Congress, the Republican Congress, and what they were spending at the time uh, on COVID-19. Nobody work. That Inflation is just simply means a government printing more money or more money being in the money supply than your money is worth. Okay, that's that's the simplest definition of it. And when did this really began? Isn't it something like 78% of all dollars Printed in U.S. history have been printed in the last four years or something. So um, I agree with that as a general sentiment. I just I'm going to sell because I don't know what your definition of economic collapse is. Yeah, I'm with him. Next, we have a list from Sean Griffiths, Trump's covid response team. Oh, gosh, I can't can't do this now. Pence, his rap name is Milk Toast. Popular lyric. I'm just a straight laced, boring old man, but I was instrumental in carrying out the devil's plan. Oh, wow. Nice. Oh, my. Like it. Oh, that's... Bye. Yeah. Wow, that's bad. Uh, Burks, her rap name is Wicked Witch of the West Wing. Popular lyric is, I hate your face, you better mask it, then I'll bedazzle your casket. Oh, yep. my. Oh. Yep. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, wow. Fauci. Lil Fauci. Uh, Fausti, I should say. Popular s- lyric is, I made a deal with my pal Lucifer. That's how I became Trump's executioner. Oh, oh, oh no. This is perfect. Oh, this perfect. is perfect. It's this like is, you rattled it off right after Steve's first hour, but you didn't. This is, this a, is cosmic. This is difficult. Scott Atlas. His rap name is Dr. Dread. Popular lyric is, If you're having girl problems, I feel bad for son. I got 99 problems and a Burks ain't one. Burks. <laughs> That's good. These are unfortunately very good, and I'm, yes. I'm pained. Yes. 
You ready for this last one? Trump's no. rapper name. Incompetent B.I.G. No. Popular lyric. I let Burks take over like she's the queen. Then I rushed out a mandatory killer vaccine. Oh, oh, oh my. That. And that, we're back to hour one. Oh, I just. <laughs> oh, my. That should be um, the companion CD with your Christmas album. There you go. Here's a palate cleanser from uh, Tiny Johnny. Mount Rushmore of classic hymns in no order because it's a Mount Rushmore. Christ the Lord is risen today. All creatures of our God and King, a mighty fortress. Holy, holy, holy. That's a pretty good list. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you could do I kind of feel like that had I, none yeah. of those on there. But, I mean, yeah. I, I kind of feel. Great is I'm, thy faithfulness. I mean, great is thy faithfulness. How great, or I'm sorry, how great thou art. Yeah. And amazing grace, I kind of feel might yeah, belong I'm on there. This one. Yeah, Get a sense. I'm, I'm the more I think about it, yeah. yeah, one of those. These three, are good. But, they're good, but at least one of those three has to be on the list. I, I would probably put all three of them on the list, but at least one of those three is on the list. By the way, do you guys know who wrote All Creatures of Our God and King? Yes, but I'm forgetting. Aquinas wrote that. Oh, that's right. Yep. Nice poll. Did you know that? I did. Okay. Yeah. Now you do. All right. Uh, you're buying on that or selling, Todd? I'll buy it. Okay. I'm going to sell because at least one of the three I just mentioned, at least one of them has to be on there, and, and none of them were. Jacob Kwasney says, ESG, that's the scoring system, environmental social governance, I think is what that yes. stands for, yes. is the biggest underrated threat to liberty in America. There's so many to choose from. <laughs> so since we went with underrated, sure. I mean, I I just view ESG as... As 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 the nuts and bolts of corporate wokeism, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's it's the methodology or or the carrying out of the plan of corporate wokeism. Like, I don't I don't view it necessarily as a separate ideology. I just I just it, you know what? Here's an analogy for you. ESG is to corporate wokeism what Blitzkrieg was to not to to, to Nazi milit the Nazi military. It's a tactic. It's the way that they carry out their their plan. But I don't I don't view it as an ideology in and of itself. But I'm okay with that, so I'll buy. I'm selling the biggest underrated threat is is comfort. Until we understand that. Now that's good too. Yeah. We understand we just don't understand anything. Yeah, that's good too. And that's part of why I you know, I let some of you guys have it in the first hour. We're, and we gotta have a plan other than let's just sit around here for the next two and a half years waiting for one of these few guys to get elected. And the one that's the most likely to get elected is the one telling you he's not even he's not even tuned in to what is threatening you right this minute. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're gonna need a little more. The guy that runs the House Freedom Caucus doesn't know what a marriage is. Okay. I mean, the entire Utah congressional delegation, which represents a state whose chief ecclesiastical um, belief system is exercised through marriage voted against it. All right. We're going to, we got to have a little bit more than, Hey, you know, I'll be patting my kids on the head in the concentration camp, assuring them that the red wave is coming to save them. We're going to need a little more than that. Moving on. Bob Cobb says Trump's all consuming reaction to Pence on the debate stage will create a lane for DeSantis to improve his standing with voters. I could see this being a scenario for sure. Uh, so I will buy. Yeah, buy. Yeah. Next, Gabriel Galwala, uh, Galawa, sorry, Gabriel. Uh, Notre Dame needs the Big Ten more than the Big Ten needs Notre Dame. Completely agree. Absolutely, that's true. Bye. Big Ten would be totally fine if it never made any further additions than what, ha what it has coming in right now. 
Uh, and it didn't really even need those additions. It just did it because it so, what the SEC did. So neither one needs each other at all. Well, that's I mean, a good answer too. But, but that wasn't the question. Okay, that I mean, it's a little bit like when I put out a poll right. yesterday. Would would Trump have in, in, in done? And all the answers were, well, he wouldn't have invaded. Well, that wasn't the question. I agree. I agree that neither one of them needs the other. I agree yeah. with that. But that wasn't the question. So well, but I'm not entertaining non sequiturs this is as i tweeted out yesterday college football should be one run by the lived tournament at this point because it's all the same thing <laughs> that's a good uh, good quip it is uh nice. dylan hinkle says the 2020 lockdowns and the uvalde shooting are reasons for the right to adopt our own defund the police movement albeit for different reasons than black lives matter i buy i i agree we, we i don't I don't think you should grant any institution, beginning with the church, any benefit of the doubt at all on an institutional level in America. None of them. Absolutely none of them. I don't I don't think you should grant any of them any benefit of the doubt. I don't. I think uh, I think it is earned on a case by case basis, meaning that if you haven't betrayed us, then there's no reason to treat you with suspicion. But um, but then but the first time you do. We won't overlook it either. You see what I'm everything is earned on a case by case, moment by moment, situation by situation basis. So this gives me back to the conversation about Trump. If we were if if we were having a conversation today about immigration or energy um, or foreign policy, it would be a different conversation because he earned trust on, in those areas. His administration was historically good in those areas. But in the area that is in the news right now and most threatens us right this minute, he was he and his administration were historically bad. And so, no, I don't overlook that because you were great on these other things. You know, hey, you know, I've got I've got six kids and my oldest slapped five of them, you know, smacked five of his sisters around, but didn't smack the sixth one. So I'm going to let it snow. No, I'm going to take his punk ass out behind the shed and I'll teach him, hey, you want to smack somebody around, try the old man on for size. I'm not going to tolerate it at all. Because some things are existentially intolerable. Having one of your children assault one of your other children, particularly when it's boy versus girl, is intolerable. Regardless of previous record of success, that act is intolerable and must be dealt with in a vacuum by itself and severely. So is this. Yeah, but I've been telling you this for years. The conservatives worried about big government, rogue government, yet give the automatic back the blue imprimatur to the part of government that has the sticks and the guns to beat you. No, that's not a conservative point of view to to default. And, and it's unbelievable. There's the pushback. Even, even when they were rounding up a moms on playgrounds in early COVID and some of you Correct back at me. You just obey, just obey. Just the police, no matter what, they have a hard job. Some version of that. No, under no circumstances. By the way, I misspoke earlier. St. Francis of Assisi is who wrote All Creatures of oh. God and King, not Aquinas. My bad. Uh, up next, the warrior poet says Ray Epps will be removed via an Epstein, Vince Foster type method before the new Congress can call him to testify on his role Ooh. in J6. Oh, okay. I, 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 okay. I, mean, I could buy that. Yeah. I mean, I, we, I would, I'd have gotten mad for Aaron putting this on the air like three years ago, I know. but I'm, I'm, you know, uh, he slept on the wrong side of the bed and got myocarditis for sleeping wrong 
and the weather was hot. Yeah, I mean, I, why not? Sure. I think it's the Telegraph or some UK paper. Did you see that? The uh, blaming blaming blood clots on on the high heat. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Also, eggs are causing clots now. Mm. Uh, Garrett says Donald Trump could further bolster the positives in his legacy by playing kingmaker rather than trying to run again, where the issues of Dr. Fauci and the jab will haunt him. He already propelled DeSantis to the governorship. Trump could unite the entire GOP behind DeSantis. So I'm going to buy that your assessment is accurate. So on your proposition, I will buy that that's true, likely true. But I will say this separately. I do not blame Donald Trump whatsoever. Why? Because I have a penis. I don't blame him whatsoever for the way they stole this thing from him last time and still being relatively healthy for his age and of sound mind and body saying, F those guys, I'm coming back, Douglas MacArthur style, and running you over. Fact, I find it rather endearing. And, uh, and an instinct that is sorely lacking amongst most penis possessors in America today. Can I get an yeah. amen on that? I don't fault him for that at all. Nor do I. Not at all. So. But I agree with you. I buy. But, but I agree with the proposition yeah. that that I agree with, with that with your proposition. So I'll buy. Next, we have Gabriel uh, Galawa again. Double dipping. Climate change emergency declaration will lead to a dramatically more restrictive and tyrannical government than COVID did. Sell. They won't go back to back on that front. You might see something along those lines in the future, but you won't have lockdowns in a, in a month because of the climate emergency. You won't be wearing masks everywhere you go at Costco in the mall because of the climate emergency. They're not going to do that. By because of what you said on this very show. If we do not put the brakes on this now, they will do it again. They're, uh, they, they, again, no matter how, how big the political loss is, they keep making all of the gains culturally, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They, they, they are happy to do this again. What, what are you going to do? You never do anything. You never catch us. We don't care. You can't it, it, rhetorically in the media. What you know, shining a light on us. We're 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 beyond shame. We're beyond argument now. You bet they're going to do this. Real quick, I need to make another correction. When we went through the Berenson thing, he was doing the math by patients. Yeah. Okay, and not by doses. All right. So. If we're talking one out of every 5,000 and there's been 500 million doses, right? So if it's one out of every, because the German, the German health department is saying one out of every 5,000 doses leads to a severe side effect. Mm-hmm. So if we've done 500 million, 10% would be uh, 50 million, right? 1% would be 5 million. I'm trying to do the yeah. math in my head. It 1% just, would be 5 million. It, it yeah. just comes up to a lot more than 110,000 yeah. serious adverse side effects. I yeah. think Alex was doing his math by patient and not by doses. So yeah. that's something to make a note of. Yeah. And that, that would be difficult because some people have had more doses than others. Correct. But you could get a ballpark. Yeah, yeah, you could get a ballpark, but you're right because you're right. Yes, that's a good point too. Coffee Lover M says this is a significant and another step towards the fulfillment of Revelation. And uh, it's the video of Putin and Tayyip Erdogan in Turkey and uh, the Ayatollah Khomeini in in Iran, all holding hands with each other and smiling. Uh, Sal. I I mean, I could uh, could buy it, sure. (laughs) Let me tell you what you should be far more threatened by. 
was at the same event Putin and the head of Saudi Arabia slapping five and sharing a joke right after uh, your president uh, met with those folks. Be far more afraid of that because it looks to me like um, the Saudis are buying cheap yep. oil from the Russians so they can then turn around and screw us at the current price per barrel. Yep. So they buy, the, they buy their oil from the Russians and that's what they use in their economy. And then they screw us on the price. <laughs> this, is why, this is why, despite all the times he frustrates me and how angry I am the first hour, I still can't just completely pull the plug on Donald Trump because we were sitting here a few years ago when he was president and the Saudis were making peace deals with the Israelis, guys. Okay? If the guy was a total schmuck, man, if the guy had shown no ability at all to challenge existing paradigms, I wouldn't care. And I'd already, I'd already be fully committing to doing whatever I can to defeat the guy in the next primary cycle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It wouldn't matter to me. It matters to me, though, because I know that he can do better than this. And the only reason he's not is his damned ego. So you gotta ha- you're going to have to slap him around a little bit. You gotta take your you gotta take your child out back. Don't discipline your kids in public. That's embarrassing to them and you. But when you get home, close the door, and the belt needs to come off, man. Don't do it in public. Don't give CNN the satisfaction. But privately, absolutely, he needs to be reminded of the order of things. Next up, Jacob Kwasney says, I have a skydive scheduled tomorrow. He submitted this yesterday. Uh, right when your show starts at 11. Uh, buy, sell, hold. You would be down to skydive someday. Not necessarily with Jacob, just skydiving in general. That's a great question. I would have said a few years ago, absolutely. Um, as I get older, I don't know that, you know, those sorts of thrill things are as exhilarating to me any longer. Um, so. I'm selling. You're selling? Yeah. Why are you selling? It's, it's just not my jam. I mean, I, I, this is like, we're, we're too addicted to comfort. So by all means, but way too many of you do it like this way. And I'm not, not you specifically, but. There's stuff to do, get uncomfortable about. If you need a thrill, uh, hey, go to your local school board meeting. And nah, uh, there you go. Yeah. I like that answer. Jump out of that airplane. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. You know what? On second thought, I think I'd rather push communists out of helicopters than jump out of planes. So I think maybe I'll, I'm going to sell too. Uh, I didn't realize that was an option. So talk to me. <laughs> uh, let's see. Is it an, can we do that in the metaverse? Is it okay in the metaverse? <laughs> yeah. Is it a sin if it's in the metaverse? Uh, Samaritan Prime says, given the recent memoir, Scott Atlas was correct to frame Dr. Burks as the villain of his own book. Bye. Yeah. Well, yeah, Bye. but it wasn't. Based on, the, based on where he was located and he was trying to work within the White House ecosystem and that's where she was and yeah. not Fauci, I will buy. Yeah, that's what, in reading that, that was the biggest revelation about, and we said it at the time, how, or I said it, how little he was around Fauci? In fact, I actually think it makes it worse because they literally allowed Fauci to set up his own into, you know what? Um, he set up his own, uh, what did Antifa call those blocks of Seattle? Chaz. Yeah. They let Fauci set up Chaz. 
Yeah. He just like ran his own parallel government. Yes. That's even worse. Yeah, I know. That, that's even worse, actually. That's even what's worse than surrendering your presidency to him, letting him have his own. Yeah. That's even worse. They let him have his own to the point that Atlas almost never saw the guy yeah. in the three months he was yeah. there. Yeah, he only showed up there when things the boat was getting rocked a little bit. <laughs> yep. And then he would waltz in like uh, Ares uh, in Wonder Woman before you knew he was Ares. But he in the flashback, he showed what he, he's just cooking by like whispering little things to keep people on track. Right, right. Yeah. That's even worse. It's even worse. They let him have his own presidency. Uh, one last one, really quick. Uh, this is Mount Rushmore from John Endicott of singers who overcame their voice to become successful, Axl Rose. Okay. Bonnie Tyler. Sorry, Todd, I didn't let you go with that last time. Uh, Bonnie Tyler. I'm uh, totally Eclipse even... of the Heart, remember her? Oh. Uh, yeah, of course. The I mean, Queen of Rasp. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, there's raspy Ryan, voices. Brian Johnson, work. ACDC. No. I, I'm, are That's we saying these people don't rap. have great voices? They just have they voices just... that are not conventionally... Conducive okay. Okay. All right, then I could buy career. that. Okay. I'm Rod Stewart. I could buy yeah. that. Yeah. I'm it, selling this list. Rock, there's classic voices, but then most, a lot of rock and rollers are just, they're rock and rollers. They're, see, because to me, a better version of this list would be like number one, um, uh, Bob or Bob Dylan. Dylan. Yeah. That's to me yeah. a better example. These people, the, I think, all have very good voices. Here's an honorable mention of uh, everyone in Top 40 Radio today. I have, <laughs> I, I have to hold because I don't know anything that's happening in Top 40 Radio today. We're like, old. nothing. If you are struggling with what we call chronic pain, and that is likely leading to what you recognize as too much inflammation in your body, and this will show up in a lot of your joints, achiness, soreness, uh, stiffness, lingering pain that just won't go away. If that's you, you're looking for an all-natural anti-inflammatory backed by going on three decades now of ongoing clinical research, as well as my ongoing usage over the last three years. It's called Omega XL. I take it with me wherever I go. Yes, I'm taking my Omega XL with me to Dallas. We're heading down there this week uh, to do a couple of days of business down there with the Blaze. All three of us are. Aaron, you'll get your first chance to go see the uh, Taj Mahal that uh, is otherwise known as the Blaze Studio Complex down there. So I will be taking my Omega XL with me, and that's why I recommend that you take it with you wherever you go as well. Uh, right now, you can buy one bottle, get a second one for free when you go to Omega omegaxl.com slash steve that's omegaxl.com slash steve or you can call them at 800-844-4888 once more that's 800-844-4888 speaking of pains let's bring in the weekly prophet of woe and lamentation himself our good friend daniel horowitz good to see you brother how you been we're doing all right. You don't even need me for the pain anymore you just hear it on your own you know indeed i'm just here for the show indeed I got to begin by asking you, though, about this, the revelation or should we maybe a better way of putting it as admission uh, from the German health department today, admitting that as many as one in 5000 doses, not patients, doses of covid jab can it create a, quote, serious adverse effect, unquote, one in 5000 doses. You start realizing we've done over 500 million doses of this jab here in our own country and those numbers start to uh add up here real quick like 
your reaction to that admission and what you think it means going forward? You know, we've been so busy trying to extrapolate and say, well, <clears throat> you know, it's even worse than theirs. It's this because they dismiss everything we say and we have to find something more fine tuned and more fine tuned. But if you just look at the baseline of what they're saying, which is obviously lowballing it. So one in five hundred thousand, five thousand. But again, like you noted, a lot of people got three shots, some even four. So that could bring you down to fifteen hundred, one in two thousand. You extrapolate that that alone is several million people hospitalized throughout the world. Mm -hmm. Okay, that alone, their number is insane. But the fact is, it is worse than that because we have other German data, a German study that demonstrated that the rate of serious adverse events, now that doesn't necessarily mean hospitalization, um, but serious was about 1.5%. Wow. So that if you extrapolate is for for the u.s population would be roughly three million people it's interesting to note that in the year 2021 the increase in those on long-term disability was 2.9 million um that also does jive with the israeli health ministry survey on boosters which seemed to hone in around that number of those that were seriously injured so it's obviously a lot more if that's what they're willing to admit but steve even if it's that number alone, it violates the Nuremberg Code and the Helsinki Accords to push that categorically on everyone uh, and promote it, much less mandate it. When you put those kinds of numbers on it and realize that we're talking about major metropolitan areas, you just get up one day and everyone in that town would have, I mean, in fact, let's do it this way. Let's, let's, if you do it by patients, the way Alex Berenson did it today, you came up to about 110,000, not by doses, but a lot of people have gotten multiple doses, which makes doing that math more complicated, right? And applying that to people. So we'll even go with the low number. Okay. Um, it, what would, what, what would be the reaction if today Billings, Montana, where I, I just spoke there a month ago at the Reagan dinner, all right, largest city in that state. What would be the reaction? It'd be all over the news, Daniel. If we just got up, forget there was a COVID or a jab, just in any other era. If we got up one day and you learned that everyone in the town of Billings, Montana, had come down with a serious, rare form of cancer or um, instantaneous heart disease, um, some form of you know nervous system disorder that maybe threatened uh, paralysis, uh, death, Right. If 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 the entire city of Billings, Montana, suddenly and simultaneously contracted something that led to a serious reason to go to a hospital, it would be everywhere. Right. We would it'd be the number one story in America and any other pre jab era. We must find out what has caused this. We must do this. What I mean, could it happen elsewhere? What what's going on in this place? Right. I think that kind of brings home more than taking the broader numbers, localizing it a little bit more and applying what it really means. And then when you consider that this is you're risking this for a virus, even of a bioweapon malicious origin, likely that's still out in the wild on its own. If you were under the age of 75 and not morbidly obese before they started tinkering with all your immune systems, your original likelihood of surviving it was 99.7%. 
Does any does this scenario that I'm painting is it, does it kind of help? I'm trying to make this drive this point home more so it resonates with people more because you start to throwing around huge numbers like 500 million and people can't grasp that. But what if they got up one day and Billings, Montana was totally shut down as a city because of serious adverse events? We'd want to know what caused that, right? Well, Steve, this is or was our worst nightmare in the aftermath of 9-11. This is one of the things, the scenarios that we thought of, a lot of the uh, government research into a lot of these bioweapons and gain of function was in the wake of 9-11, except we thought it would be Osama bin Laden doing that. Um, we, we didn't think quite the people that it looks like were involved in it uh, would be the ones that would have brought this upon us. And again, we don't have to speculate. <clears throat> this is everywhere in the mainstream media. People know this in their own lives, the number of people they know that were injured or died from the shot. You have this just everywhere that young people are dropping. Okay, that, that, Steve, that in itself is kind of a big story. Forget about the vaccines for a minute. Young people are dropping. That is now consensus. The excess deaths is consensus, not related to COVID. Even if you factor in the most liberal estimation of COVID deaths, um, you have you know top papers in the UK and Canada various canadian provinces talking about the same thing that people are dying they're dying suddenly they're dying young very much cardiac related not exclusively but predominantly cardiac related and we don't care and and then we know that the spike protein is you know thrombotic we know that's associated with myocarditis we know that there are <clears throat> What are we up to? Uh, 50,176 cases of myocarditis in VAERS. And CDC researchers in JAMA said a couple months ago it's likely underreported, which, no kidding, it is. Um, we have 100. See, Barron's number 110,000. I'll tell you in VAERS alone, Steve, there's 167,000 hospitalizations, 131,000 urgent cares, and almost 200,000 doctor's visits. Wow. And again, the underreporting factor on something like that, if it's not a death, they estimate 20, 30, 40, you know. So again, I think you take that 166,000 hospitalization and say an underreporting factor of 20, 30 gets you to several million again. And and that's my best estimate. Um, and I will go on record as, as saying this as well. Um, I know Steve Kirsch, I think, is up to 800,000 deaths in america is his best estimate i think 350,000 or so is a safe bet um from several preprints i've seen that couldn't be printed but it jives again with um the underreporting factors we see and uh the israeli health ministry survey and everything like that i don't know how to wrap my brain around this but mm -hmm. steve i'll tell you what i can't wrap my brain around it even more is the reaction to it or lack thereof you look at the entire Republican Party. All right, let's pause for a second there because yeah. I want to come back to that, okay? <laughs> uh, right after I tell everybody about our friends at Patriot Mobile, you have so few opportunities these days to do business with companies that don't hate you. Take advantage of it when you do, especially when it's a product we all have to use these days, a mobile phone in modern America. Get the same coverage you're likely getting from the same company you're going with right now that hates you because they're all using the same towers. All right, but um, get it from a company instead that doesn't hate you, that uses the profits that you bless them with to try to bless the values that you believe in at the exact same time. Uh, if you're a veteran or first responder, when you make the switch to 
Patriot Mobile. Let them know. They'll give you bigger savings as a way of saying thank you for your service. For everybody else, with the offer code Steve right now, get a free activation. Free activation with the offer code Steve when you go to PatriotMobile.com slash Steve. Once more, that's PatriotMobile.com slash Steve. Or if you want to go old school, give them a call. 972-PATRIOT is the number. And our family made the switch last fall after putting it off for years because we thought it was going to be a big hassle. They have an outstanding customer service team. They did a great job. PatriotMobile.com slash Steve or 972-PATRIOT. All right, let's go back to Daniel. Finish that point, brother. Sure. Um, You know, I'm looking at Republicans, and it's just bizarre. This never happened. I mean, the last two and a half years never happened. I wouldn't know it did. You you could cut and paste their campaign rhetoric of 95% of GOP candidates from every state, federal or state, and you could you could place that in 1997, 2006, 2004. Um, they they talk about the economy and inflation as if it's a conventional issue. Mm-hmm. You know, just like any other issue, it'll tick off, and not where it's really coming from and headed. And moreover, I I just I can't live a lie. You and I don't like Biden. We know him and his administration. They make, uh, you know, Jimmy Carter look like Thomas Jefferson. But the reality is this all started when Republicans had two out of the three branches. It was Mitch McConnell's World War Two level investment. If you remember what he said, that we were investing in a lockdown, investing in a shutdown. And, And the amazing thing about that is at its base, Milton Friedman said, Inflation is when you have too much money chasing too few goods. So they managed to spend more money than in the history of the United States. We're up to uh, COVID spending tracker is up to about 10.6 trillion between Congress and the Federal Reserve, about 50-50 each on COVID. Republicans supported all of that except for the Kennedy Center. Okay, so the Kennedy Center part of that expenditure they didn't they didn't support that. Um, you have record amounts of cash purveying a policy that shut down the supply chains to ensure that in the long run you'll have you'll line people's pockets with a lot of cash and fewer products i mean that is what causes inflation and then to top it off they lined up with the russian sanctions and the ukrainian money laundering which was more money and more shutting down supply chains i i don't I don't understand, at least with with the Tea Party, they ran on the consummated issue of our time. They betrayed us, but they all said none of them voted for Obamacare. They all posed it and said they were going to repeal it. We can't even play the lie. I can't even like wait until December. And then I didn't even get into the gratuitous, you know, amnesty, um, gun control and now, um, you know, grooming uh, of, of what a marriage is. And, and banning traditional marriage in, in, in the red states, I'm not really sure what to say, Steve. I, I don't know what it's going to take for our colleagues to open their hearts, their eyes, and their minds. Uh, the people are going to have to pry them open forcefully. That's what it will take, my friend. All right, we'll see you later. God bless you. All right, take care. Take care. Yeah. Daniel, brought to you by our friends... Over at home, title lock. Um, here's something you think could never happen to you. There was a real estate agent recently in Arizona, shows up for work, checks the MLS listing like you do every day. Hey, what's trending in the market? Well, house looks familiar. Oh, wait, it's mine. 
All right. They, they weren't intending to sell their home. They were just a victim of home title fraud because a lot of our home titles are kept online these days, which makes them vulnerable to grifters, scammers, crooks, thieves. And that's why you're looking for home title log to put a virtual barrier around your home's title so that this does not happen to you. You can right now go to HomeTitleLock.com, register your home address for free to see if it already has. And you don't want to be the latest to get surprised by it. Uh, And then while you're there, get 30 free days of protection with the code radio at HomeTitleLock.com. Why do you want to go there? Because your mortgage lender, your homeowner's insurance, they don't protect you from this, but this is what HomeTitleLock does. HomeTitleLock.com, promo code radio. All right, thoughts on the conversation we just had with Daniel Horowitz. Well, you saw me nodding my head over here when he's talking about, you know, you have no idea the last two and a half years happened when you hear most Republicans. That's my point about the comfort. You're just racing back to it. You you can't be bothered with addressing, yeah, it just sometimes bad stuff just happens. Let's move on. Let's all, come on, go back to Team GOP. And uh, I, it's amazing. It is, we're just, we've utterly been drunk on every lie that they've ever told us and and we apparently like it we apparently like it it's it is this level of invincible ignorance is the most frustrating thing in my daily life there's just you can't they're zombies and they want to be zombies and if you wreck or try to get in the way of their zombiness they'll they'll make they'll say why are you such a hater okay it was fun having this country for a while yeah i At some point, you kind of run out of words to describe what we're talking about here because we beat the drum every single day. So what, and it can feel almost hopeless as well. You know, call your representatives. You've done that. I know people in this audience do that on on the regular. But at the end of the day, the way that this is headed without a massive sea change in the attitudes and like you said prying the eyes open of your elected representatives the way that this is headed the trajectory we are on means that this is going to end with this is not a joke one-on-one mano-a-mano confrontation whether that's in our places of work or whether that's at home to give you a little bit of an idea. That was not meant to be necessarily hopeful, just a realistic view of where this is going. You joked about the internment camps earlier, but at least we're having a red wave. Mm-hmm. These people, if you've been watching them for five minutes, these people, would they did that in Australia. They just called them COVID camps. Just called them COVID camps. This is not a joke. These people would willingly do this. And when I talk about these people, it's the uniparty, it's the people, it's the elites calling the shot, really believe, like Donald Trump seemingly does, that they know better than you. We're going to stick around, do some bonus buy, seller hold here in the overtime. Uh, for the rest of you, we will see you tomorrow. We'll be down in Dallas, hopefully, uh, if the U.S. Uh, Uh, airline industry is permitting Uh, for the rest of you uh, noon to two Eastern right after Glenn Beck until then John 317 
This is Steve Dace. On the Blaze Radio Network.